acted like Vikings. <laughs> we acted like the Vikings of old. It kept us in that childlike mentality. It kept the game fun for us. Good evening and welcome in. It's another edition of Skull Stories. I'm your host, Mike Wabshaw, coming to you from TCO Studios at Winter Park. Skull Stories, of course, transcends the football field and takes you behind the scenes for an in-depth conversation with a member of Vikings Nation who has a profound place in the organization's history. Tonight, it's going to be Jim Marshall. We have a chat with the legendary defensive end. But first, let's talk about your current squad Minnesota Vikings lost again on Sunday. That's four consecutive losses for a Vikings team that looks so good coming out of the gates. They started 5-0. Four straight losses now to drop to 5-4 as they lose a 26-20 decision to the Washington Redskins. Not much rest for the weary, though, because your Minnesota Vikings have to turn around and play the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday, and then just four days later, they have a Thanksgiving Day game against the Detroit Lions. So while it's unfortunate the Vikings have lost four straight, the silver lining is they have a great opportunity to turn things around and do it quickly with two games in four days beginning on Sunday. Lots of time to worry about that, and we'll do so later on. For now, though, we're going to take a step back in Vikings history and talk about a legend, defensive end Jim Marshall. Now, the interview is conducted by one of the Vikings.com writers and editors, Lindsay Young, and she's going to join us right now to preview the conversation. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. How's it going? It's going great. You had a great conversation with Jim Marshall. Preview it for us a little bit. You guys are going to get into a lot of different topics, but you sit here tonight reflecting back on the conversation you had with him. What are some things that stand out? Yeah, I did. It was a super fun conversation. You know, for me, it was kind of surreal to sit in a room and get to interview such a Vikings legend like Mm -hmm. Jim Marshall. Uh, You know, I grew up a Vikings fan, and when I was younger, obviously, I was too young to watch him play, but my dad would talk about watching Jim Marshall, how tough he was, um, and the purple people eaters and the era of Vikings football that that was. And so I feel like I've gotten a sense of that. And so to be able to interview him was really, really great. We talked about a whole gamut of things. Uh, he talked a lot about his time playing for the Vikings and during that, you know, purple people eaters era. And He had a lot of great stories from that that I love. You know, it's been a lot of years since he played, but you can tell that a lot of those stories are really fresh in his mind. Um, One of my favorite things that he talked about probably was about this Odin chant that they Mm -hmm. would do to the opposing team to kind of freak him out. So you'll hear a little bit more about that in the interview. That was probably a highlight for me. He also talked, of course, uh, you can't talk to Jim Marshall without also talking about head coach Bud Grant, who's in the Hall of Fame. And so he was able to not only talk about his playing days with him, but also about kind of the continued relationship that he's had with Bud as well. So that was that was really interesting to me. Yeah. And I'm going to interject right there before you get to some other things that stood out, because it just it struck me. You have a good relationship with Bud Grant, too. And, you know, as well as I do that when you talk to Bud about Jim, Bud tears up. You know, and I think for a lot of different reasons. I think a small reasons. I think a small part of it is, you know, Jim is yet to get into the Hall of Fame, and a lot of Jim's teammates, specifically the Purple People Eaters, a couple of them have gotten in, and even some other defensive players from that era, including Paul Krause. Jim has not, and I think that's part of why Bud gets emotional about it. But even if Jim were to someday get into the Hall of Fame, 
I think Bud would still feel that special feeling about Jim Marshall, don't you? Oh, yeah, I completely agree. You can see that bond that's there between the two of them, both during his playing days and still now. And even the day that we conducted the interview, you know, Coach Grant was up in his office and I had chatted with him earlier that day, told him that Jim was coming in. And so he had to come down and and connect with him and, and chat. So he always is very real and, and emotional, like you said, when he talks about Jim. Yeah, really good stuff coming up here as Lindsay chats with Jim Marshall. They even talk about playing on Thanksgiving Day, which Jim did and the Vikings are going to do in a couple of weeks when they head to Detroit. So here is Lindsay's conversation with the legendary Jim Marshall. You know, the era of Vikings football that you were a part of, Jim, was so memorable and it's still so heavily talked about today. What was it like being part of that purple people eaters that fans still talk about? Well, you know, it was a lot of fun for for us. I thought we had more fun on the field than, than the fans were having in the stands. We liked playing in the cold. Uh, we liked playing on the natural turf even though sometimes we had uh, mud. And on one occasion, I remember they had a rodeo the night before the game, and they just put sod over top of the uh, the messings that were there. <laughs> so we had guys that got infected eyes and things like that. So it, it was rough. It was rugged, but it was fun. You mentioned being outside. What I remember growing up is going to Vikings games in the Metrodome, and then they were back outside for two seasons at the University of Minnesota and now going to U.S. Bank Stadium. I mean, what was that experience of being outside versus being indoors? And do you think that there's any advantage one way or the other? Well, you know, we had a definite advantage when we were playing in the old Metropolitan Stadium because it was cold, the field was hard. We thought up of it as our territory. Teams that came in uh, just couldn't understand. We had no heaters on the sidelines. Sometimes it was anywhere from 20 degrees to 20 below, you know, when the wind blew. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun for us. We we thought we had a definite definite advantage. It worked very good with the Los Angeles Rams when we would play them. They'd be standing on the sidelines, and we would under our breath say, "Odin, Odin, Odin." And the same thing when the when the uh, we I've told this story many times when the sun would drop over the back of Metropolitan Stadium. Uh, we knew that the that the temperature was going to change radically. You know, it would all of a sudden the sun wasn't there anymore, and the wind would come up and and whistle through the stadium, and we'd go, Odin, Odin, Odin. You know, like we were calling on the Viking <laughs> god of war, and and uh, they would look at us like, boy, I tell you, these guys are crazy. <laughs> but it worked. It worked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Odin is the Viking god of war, a very ferocious, uh, non-forgiving character in uh, Viking mythology. You know, we always thought that when we went on the field, you know, we would uh, adapt his attitude at playing the game and be non-forgiving and hard, ruthless, tough, just doing the best that we could do to accomplish whatever mission we had. And, of course, that was to win the game. We acted like Vikings. (laughs) We acted like the Vikings of old. Um, 
it was just a fun thing for us to do. It was a fun, it, it gave us, it kept us in that childlike mentality, you know. So it kept the game fun for us. It was like playing in myth- mythology. It was, it was just, I, the only thing I can say, it was just fun. To this day, Coach Bud Grant still is pretty tough out there in the cold. I know he went out in the, the playoff game last January with just his short sleeves on. What was it like playing for Coach Grant, who's now in the Hall of Fame? Well, it was, it was to me, it was just a wonderful thing. I learned a lot. Uh, Bud was a great coach. Uh, he taught us a lot about uh, tenacity and, and how to overcome things. Uh, we thought nothing about playing in the cold or we went going to Arizona or Texas and playing in the heat. You know, it was it was pretty much the same thing. We knew that we weren't going to have any creature comforts uh, on the sidelines. And it was it was best for us just to adapt to whatever uh, conditions we had to play and uh, play under those conditions. Do the best that you can. A lot of people talk about Coach Grant being tough. Did he have a fun side, too? Is there another side to, to Coach Grant that fans don't really know about? Absolutely. He was a, he was a jokester. He's a prankster or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he would do things that you just wouldn't expect. There was, there was one time I was, got extremely angry. I was on the sidelines, and I came up and I was telling Bud about you know, something that was happening in the game that, uh, that you know, I had displeasure with. And he kind of looked at me and he harked up a big spit and spit on my shoe, which, you know, <laughs> I looked down and I thought, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> but, it, but it broke the tension. And, and uh, in other words, he was saying, whatever you're complaining about is insignificant. You got to get back in and play. And, uh, of course, that's what I did. How about to this day? What kind of relationship do you keep with Coach Grant, and do you still get together with him or see him from time to time? You know, we we stick pretty close. Uh, we've talked about things. Of course, he has – every year he has a garage sale, and uh, we always tease him about uh, getting rid of all of his junk and uh, selling it in the garage sale, he he autographs it for an additional twenty five dollars. So <laughs> whether it's worth a dime or you know whether it's some a great piece of memorabilia, he you know he has to autograph it. Have you made it out to any of his garage sales? I have not. Okay. <laughs> I have not done that. But there've been there've been some of our players who come in town just to go to his garage sale. All right, we have to go to a break. More Skull Stories coming up quickly. Before we go to break, though, a programming note on another great program here on the Vikings Radio Network. Join host Mike Musman along with Everson Griffin at Hoppers in Waconia on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. for a live broadcast of Vikings Country. You could win some great prizes, including tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge at U.S. Bank Stadium. Visit vikings.com slash vikingscountry for more info and a full schedule. Stay tuned. More with Jim Marshall next.
Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Skull Stories. I'm your host, Mike Wobshaw. More of Lindsey Young's conversation with Jim Marshall coming up in just one minute. But first, get your 2016 exclusive inaugural season gear at the Vikings Locker Room Store open at U.S. Bank Stadium. For novelty items and apparel, visit the official Vikings Locker Room Store at Mall of America, U.S. Bank Stadium, and online at vikingslockerroom.com. It's not every night you get to hear from a Purple People Eater, but tonight you get to. Here's more from Jim Marshall. You had such an impressive career with the Vikings. Were there any really big plays or specific games that just stand out to you as being a highlight of your career? (laughs) Funny you should mention that. (laughs) No. You know, I I, uh, made the mistake – uh, I think in the National Football League, there's never been a player that has picked up the football and run the wrong way. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be one of the most memorable things. Of course, I also caused the fumble that uh, scored the winning touchdown. So that was I kind of redeemed myself, but no exactly. one remembers that part of it. Uh, the other play that I think um, – comes to mind was uh, uh, in the Detroit Thanksgiving Day game uh, in a snowstorm. I intercepted a pass and uh, lateral to Allen Page for the for a touchdown, and we won that game, of course. You know, Thanksgiving games, the Vikings are playing on Thanksgiving this year, and it's been quite a while since they have. Do you, Is there kind of a different atmosphere to those games, maybe just since so many people across the nation are tuning in to the games that are on that day? Well, you know, it's on a Thursday, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's on Thanksgiving Day, so you know you've got a big audience out there, and uh, you want to play well, uh, and you miss Thanksgiving with your family. So those are the things I remember. I know you were obviously on the defensive side of the ball, but just talented players across the roster for you guys. Do you have any um, fun or interesting Fran Tarkenton stories that you could share with us? <laughs> it's been quite a bit of time since since uh, we played, and, and a lot of the stories I can't tell. You know, they're in the vault. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. But I can't remember anything that I can tell you. <laughs> okay, all right, that's fair. You know, a lot of people, you you even said yourself earlier that uh, football that you guys played was tough, it was gritty. I think a lot of people think of those terms when they're thinking about um, your guys' team. And can you think of any Vikings players that have come after you that sort of have that old-school model? Oh, I've seen lots of them. Um, you know, we've... We've looked at players over the years that kind of remind us of ourselves, and there have been uh, there's the right defensive end this year. Uh, plays a lot like I used to play. He's probably bigger and stronger and faster than I was, but uh, we had the same style of play. Do you keep up pretty closely with the current Vikings teams and and their games in progress? Well, when, when I'm here, yes. Um, you know, I love to go out and go to the games, and, and sometimes, you know, I get a chance to come out and watch a practice. 
but um, I haven't had a chance to get out as much this year as I have uh, in the past. You know, he's been here a couple of years. How about Coach Zimmer? How much do you know of him or any interaction with him? Some people will compare his coaching style a little bit to Coach Grant. Well, I tell you, I have a great deal of respect for Coach Zimmer. I haven't had a chance actually to to meet him and, and have a sit down and talk to him. I met him briefly uh, when I came out for a coin toss at one of the games, uh, but we we haven't had a chance. He's he's a very intense individual. When he's when he's coaching, he's coaching, and he's not paying attention to the other things. And the only chance that I've had were you know chances that I've met him on the field during a game, and you know so you really don't get a chance to talk. You know, we've talked to Alan Page and Carl Eller about their sort of off-field hobbies or second careers, if you will. And, you know, what are some passions or interests or things that you're doing now off the field that you can kind of leave a legacy or show people who Jim Marshall is other than a football player? Well, I have a nonprofit uh, called The Link, and uh, I, I, I spend time... Uh, doing fundraising and and various other things with them, and they they deal with a variety of of programs um, for women who have had um, molestation issues, for children who are uh, having problems in school. There's just a whole host of programs that uh, that I could mention, but uh, we we deal with everything you can think of from um, kids to people who are stressed in our society. And how long have you been involved with that? 40 years. Oh, wow. So a long time. A long time. That's very cool. You know, some of your teammates at this point have been inducted into the Hall of Fame, and you haven't had your moment yet. Um, Is that something that's difficult for you, or is that something that you're able to sort of celebrate that with your your former teammates and, and their successes? Well, I celebrated with my former teammates, and of course, I'm very happy for the success that they've that they've had. And uh, I really don't think about it that much because I'm I'm only thought I only think about it when people remind me of it. Uh, most of the time, I'm occupied doing other things. Um, I know that some of your teammates have done a lot of things that are creative. So Matt Blair with his photos and artistry and things like that. Is there anything artistic or creative that you've sort of enjoyed throughout the years? Yeah, let me tell you, I was um, recruited or drafted to do a painting. And this was this was something that uh, I had started way back when I first came to the Vikings. I looked at... Uh, uh, books on the history of the Vikings to see what they were all about. And uh, I think it was Odin and some of the other Vikings who were really Vikings, not part of the mythology, uh, Leif Erikson and some of these people, they always had a talisman and they had a, a, a flag that they carried on their ships when they, when they went from place to place. And um, Leif Erikson carried uh, a raven flag because he carried ravens on his ship when they were out in, you know, the ocean and didn't know where land was. They'd send out a raven, and a raven would go out and find the land and come back, and they'd take note of the direction. And, and so I thought, how 
how great it would be if I had my own talisman. So I, I drew an eagle, and then uh, I made a facsimile uh, of an eagle on my um, practice uniform and, and uh, used that as my talisman throughout uh, my playing career. They asked me to replicate this, and I did. I painted that in um, acrylic, and that's hanging in the, in the stadium. Oh, wonderful. Have you seen the new stadium? Yes. What did you think of it? Love it. Absolutely beautiful. I can't think of a there's there's not another stadium that uh, that I've seen or heard about that even compares to what we have here. Well, that seems like a good thing to to kind of wrap it up on. But I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and share some of your stories with us. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. There it is, a conversation with Jim Marshall, led by our very own Lindsay Young. And Lindsay, you know this as well as I do. When you think about a few of the Purple People Eaters, Carl Eller, who is now really into artwork, Alan Page, who became a Minnesota Supreme Court Justice and is very community conscious, and now a history lesson from Jim Marshall, and he's interested in art as well. Nasty defensive football players who helped the Vikings dominate in the 60s and 70s that turn into these intellectually interesting uh, beings nowadays. And it's really kind of cool to see that transition and be able to be around and, and mingle with them. Absolutely. You know, when he was talking about kind of designing that talisman and stuff, I thought that really showed kind of this creative side that you're talking about that's that's really interesting, how they, they have this world and these interests and passions outside of football that they're able to share with people now after their careers are done. So I felt like it was just really special to be able to kind of sit in on that and, and get part of Jim's story. You know, we're in a new era of Vikings football with U.S. Bank Stadium and with, uh, you know, with Mike Zimmer leading the team. But credit to the organization and to longstanding members of um, of Vikings Nation, like these former players and Bud Grant, for being able to mesh the old with the new. I mean, you have Bud Grant, who's been very active, taking part in some of the ceremonies to open the stadium. You have artwork by some of these former players inside the stadium. And these guys are not afraid at all to embrace what's happening right now, even though it's so far removed from what they did. That's really kind of a cool part of Vikings history. Yeah, agreed. Um, so anyway, interesting conversation uh, by Lindsay. Great job. Thank you. And uh, and that's all we have time for tonight on Skull Stories. But we'll be back again, so make sure you stay tuned. And also, stay tuned to the Vikings Radio Network, because that's where you can find the Vikings and Arizona Cardinals game Sunday. It's noon kickoff, and it's a big game for your favorite squad. They're going to need your support, and we know you'll be there. On behalf of our writer, Lindsay Young, who had a great conversation with Jim Marshall and producer Nate Vaughn, that's all for Skull Stories. I'm your host, Mike Wapshaw. Talk to you next time. 